Where do you go for comics new and old? Where do you see your favorite television and movie stars? And where do you go to see the best in cosplay? Wizard World Comic Con. Wizard World Comic Con offers live entertainment and gaming, comics new and old, cosplay, toys and memorabilia, and a chance to meet your favorite television and movie stars. For news, celebrity updates, and tickets to future shows, go to wizardworld.com. Don't feel like paying full price? No problem. Use promo code CANDAIR at checkout to get 10% off your tickets. So, where are you going to go for your pop culture fix? Wizard World Comic Con. Go to wizardworld.com for tickets. Arthur, I'll be in here. Quiet now, I'm recording. Hello. Tick here. <clears throat> you, my friend, well, if you're an evildoer, cover your ears. Because you are listening to the Canned Air Podcast, which is nothing but keen spoon all right arthur you can come out now hello everyone and welcome to another episode of canned air your tribute to comics and pop culture i am jeremy collie i'm jack doherty and this is one of those episodes that if you're hearing either something's gone wrong, someone can't make it, uh, a guest is canceled, uh, the heavens have rained snow and ice down to keep us apart. The world what? is ending. Exactly. Something has happened to prevent a new episode this week. So Jack and I were like, why don't we just keep one in the chamber, a just-in-case episode. And uh, I think that was a good idea. I think we're going to have fun tonight. We're doing something not out of the uh, out of the ordinary, out of the usual just something we haven't done in a long time. I, I can't remember the last time we did this. Maybe for a Patreon episode, was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, the verses, playing verses. Yeah, we did. We did uh, the Candare. What the Fantasy Fight Two? The first yeah. one being available on our Patreon page. You like that plug? You see what I did there? That's <laughs> nice a little plug. At two dollars uh, support, two dollars uh, per month support, you get access to that. And at five dollars, you not only get the Candare Fantasy Fight, but you get access to the monthly Patreon show, which will also in turn get you Candare Fantasy Fight 2. Makes me wonder if we should even be doing a, a third Fantasy Fight just for the general public. Maybe we should make this one privy, but I'm kind of out of ideas and it's kind of too late for that. We're playing the damn game today. We should bring it to an arena. Bring it to an arena? <laughs> we're going to have to do that much, that many more battles. I don't know if we're... Uh, we're cut out for that tonight. I think we got just enough for <laughs> a bare bones bracket tonight. Before we do any of that, though, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CannedAirPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And uh, once again, that Patreon uh, page we have up there. Lots of goodies for you on there for a small donation monthly. Go to Patreon.com forward slash CannedAirPod. What else am I missing, Jack? And if you're planning on going to a Wizard World convention anytime this year or probably the coming future... When you're buying tickets, use the promo code CANDAIR in the promo code box there and get you 10% off. Probably the coming future you're going <laughs> to the show. There it is. CANDAIR. Is it, it, it is lowercase no space, correct? It just types as, as caps. There's no, you okay. don't have, the caps lock yeah. doesn't work at all. I, I it, it works it, so good. It, rolling it off floats the so not, Yeah, yeah. good. All right, all right. With all that behind us, let's just jump right into this bonus episode or this or this burner episode 
uh, versus championship. We won't make it. We won't make it the fantasy fight three. We'll just make it its own kind of thing. All right. Yep. All right. So I've got actually five die here. What? I'm blowing on the die. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got um, a regular uh, six cube, a, then two small, like treble size, uh, six sided cubes, and then I have two like D and D. What are these? Like twenty four sides? They yeah, like the diamond shaped 20, or something. Like that? Twenty sides, something like that. Yeah. So I figured. Uh, I don't know. How do you want to do this? Which one do you want to use? Use the well. I mean, the the sides don't really matter. It's just they're going to land on whoever, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about this too much. I'm just going to use the D&D ones. All right, here we go. Oh, wow. A, it landed directly on Master Chief, number one. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking this. I'm going to write this down here really quick. So we... I'm pulling up his power sets right now. Perfect. I meant to ask if you would do that. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So we have Master Chief. I love how random this is because this could be anything. We could be have Master Chief versus Mario. You never know. There's <laughs> there's so many choices on the board, too. Well, those dice again, would you, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Might have weighted them down a little bit. Okay, versus the Punisher. I'm not even shitting you. That's what it landed on. <laughs> Master Chief good, actually. versus the Punisher. fight. That would be a great fight. Holy crap. Okay. Should we just roll everybody we're going to be fighting or just do them as we go? That will do it as we go. Okay. We'll leave it up to, to the excitement of who's going to land on. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I can't even think about how evenly matched this is. This couldn't have know, turned definitely. out better. My mind starts running both ways. I think, well... Master Chief has Cortana, but Punisher has, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Microchip. A micro, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, they both have the, the tech angles there. I think Cortana's obviously much faster, more advanced than Microchip would be in any battle. One up here, weapons and abilities. Master Chief's got his shield, of course. His power shield, his Punisher armor. has his Kevlar. Yeah. Uh, what else does Punisher have? Oh, his fighting styles. He has Chin Na, Huang Rang Do, Krav Maga, Muay Thai, Ninjutsu. Who's this? Uh, Punisher. Wow, I didn't know he was so versed in martial arts. Yeah, he's a pretty good badass, I guess so. I would say. Oh, what else does he have for Master Chief? That says talk about Superman and being able to take him down in one hit. So really, I think Master Chief just really has his armor, his battle knowledge, I guess, and yeah, yeah, his that, shield. Yeah, he has more between him and the bullet than Punisher does, I suppose. Super fast reflexes. I mean, that's I mean military training. So they both have that on their side. So yeah. Wow. So these two are just that evenly matched that it just really comes down to maybe there's something big we're forgetting. And if there is, please let us know on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you gotta, wherever, you know, whatever social media force you choose. But I can't think of much of anything. 
differentiate them except for the armor. Yeah, and Master Chief does have that invisible shield. Not to mention, like, this Iron Man-like armor that goes over him and makes him, what, like, 6'5", wasn't it? Like, he was pretty tall, He's, wasn't he? Yeah, but I'd probably almost say around 7 foot. I think that might be his only advantage that he has against Punisher. Like, real, I mean, besides having armor in his shield, but having that height, because that would give him a little more reach. But okay, now, okay. I don't know. <laughs> let's <laughs> let's let's think about a, a multiplayer match of Halo. Anyone who's played it, we see how fast the chief goes down if he's standing on top of grenade. That suited and that shield might if he's in the vicinity of a grenade take, you know, some of that shrapnel it might bring you really yeah. close to death, but you might survive that. But if you're on top of it, you're not living. You're not surviving. So No, never. The Punisher being more agile could get a grenade or a launcher. I mean, we've seen him wield all kinds of things. I'm imagining we have to <laughs> allow both of these gentlemen to bring their uh, artillery into the into the ring or else we don't have much of a fight, right? <laughs> That's right. So, man, I don't know. This is like such an up the middle. I know I this thought. is... What? It's said here that uh, the, the Punisher doesn't take any kind of painkillers because he feels that the benefit of dulling pain is not worth the side effects of, drow- of drowsiness and slowed reflexes. So mm, he just takes he takes is. the pain. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, well, we've talked about before the fighting would be uh, there's no running away. But I guess he, if he did run away because he's got a lot of safe houses and uh, like caches all over the place that if he needed to, he'd be able to run, grab something else he needed to fight against uh, Master Chief. Yeah. Like if he ran out of any kind of weapons or Master Chief disarmed him or something like that, he'd be right on it. And I don't know if we could really use Microchip and Cortana because that would just, I don't know. That, it, I, it, my we're mind doing just went there looking for variation, you know, anywhere I could because I wasn't finding it just between the two of them. But even Cortana and Microchip are another similarity. Like, <laughs> where's the perforation here? But, um, man. Yeah, the, the yeah, chief both is of them taller. Give the them chief both has situations. The, yeah. chi- the chief has uh, that thick-ass armor. But at the end of the day, I think that slows him down to a point where the Punisher might be more agile on his feet. And is perfectly capable of at least getting two grenades off yeah. on the chief. And as we, again, have seen by the games, that's more than enough to bring him to his demise. And I th- honestly, I think Punisher might have it because I don't know. He's a little more slick witted, I guess. The Master <laughs> he chief. would have to be to survive all the shit he's seen. Yeah, Master Chief, I think I think he might rely too much on Cortana to you know, give him the heads up on stuff. He's just kind of like the, the big tough grunt. They're a team. They're, yeah. They act. Yeah. Where, without one. Where, yeah. Without one of them, they're not as, as strong as. With well, I don't know. Both. There's a halo five, Jack. Don't forget. And Cortana yeah. died in four. He's still, <laughs> he's still doing something. I, he wasn't all there though. I don't think he was too much dwelling on. I don't know. I couldn't get into that game. It wasn't good. I didn't care for it. (laughs) Same here. But um, so the Punisher, we got to give it to Pun. Yeah, if Punisher lost microchip, I think he would still be pretty much same track. He just doesn't have that extra little bit of help. He'd make do, as we've seen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was fine without him. Sorry, Master Chief. I'm just such a fan of both. I've got both of these guys 
figurines up on the wall here, and you know, same here. (laughs) All right, Punisher, it is. I'm happy with that choice, though. It makes sense. It makes sense. All right, I hope our next rolls turn out as exciting as that one. That was freaking awesome. (laughs) Well, this uh, landed on Chucky. We've done him before. Should we do him again? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Because I don't think he won that time, did he? He did win because he? he just kept coming back from the dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. He just nonstop murdered all. Well, there's a, it's a, there's a girl here. I have no idea who she is. For people who don't know exactly what we're doing or what versus is, I it's way late in the game to be telling you this. But I have a board out here. It's a, it's a board that has tons and tons of little. Uh, heroes and villains from across pop culture, not just comics, but TV, movies, anywhere you can think of, video games. And we just roll dice on them, and whatever two uh, the dice land on, we talk about. That's why it was so crazy that the dice picked Master Chief and Punisher. <laughs> I'm still not over it, Jack. I want to go again. All right, our first one is Charles Xavier. That ought to be good. Versus. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, Charles Xavier versus Beetlejuice. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, you're going to have to pull up some stats on that one because I don't even know where to start. Oh. I mean, I guess while you look that up, one thing that can be stated, obviously, I mean, if you know anything about Charles Xavier, not only can he read minds and influence minds, but he can he's also like seen across planes and can. Uh, communicate through time even we've seen right mm-hmm. so I mean there's there's many different abilities there but I don't know have we ever seen him talk with the dead not that I can think of I'm, I mean nothing that's coming apparent to me I'm sure that a comic nerd out there might know of some instance that I can't think of but not that I can think of alright so here are uh, Beetlejuice's powers and abilities reality warping Invulnerability, levitation, <laughs> regeneration. Yeah, he's invulnerable. He's a fucking ghost. I didn't even think about that, right? Yeah. Yep. Shape shifting, teleportation, can conjure or summon objects. Possession can mimic people's voices, ventriloquism, and telekinesis also. Oh my God. So he's almost right there with Professor X. So what this comes down to, what we need to really think about and dissect is can Charles Xavier sense, feel ghosts, anything like that? I don't think he can. I don't see how he could, right? Professor X can manipulate minds of others and warp perceptions. Manipulate. Manipulate. (laughs) Manipulate. Manipulate. Would you say he can do what? Warp perceptions to make himself invisible, pretty much. Just make every what people what what people see look different. I guess so. People, that's a but ghosts. I don't know about ghosts. I can't think of any instance where I've heard him communicate with people in the afterlife. Mm-mm. Trying Just to read anything else on here. Time. Yeah, that's really about it. I mean, what could they do? What could any of them do? It would just be be a staring contest, basically. You wouldn't know what was happening, but in their minds, it's this huge battle. Assuming but, Xavier could even do anything. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Beetlejuice could 
scare the piss out of he could bring professor one of x to where he couldn't do anything sandworms right up underneath him and just end it right basically yeah sandworms <laughs> hate sandworms <laughs> um is it that easy or are we not giving this enough thought it can't be that easy there's got to be something that the professor can do. I mean, I, I know we're obviously biased toward the comics, so I mean, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just a matter of we want him to win and we're not finding ground for him to win. But yeah, when it, uh, I've never seen his encounter. I mean, surely if he was able to, that would be a prominent something we'd see, right? Communicating with the dead, with ghosts. Yeah, that, that, there's. I don't think he's ever been able to do that. I mean, how could you? <clears throat> He's strong, but he can't cross, like, different dimensions? No. Well, it just makes me wonder, though, because when he died in that third film, and I know I shouldn't take any of this as canon, but I feel like something similar has happened in the comics. I could be wrong. Where he died and, like, his his essence, his being, his spirit, his soul, whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of awoke in somebody else. I know they did like a teaser of that in the film where his consciousness woke up in somebody who had been in a coma for years, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. So that seems to be some kind of flirtation with that uh, kind of medium, you know, the afterlife. Maybe he can see his way through the astral field, you know? Actually, he can. I can see that Professor X can project his astral form into a psychic dimension known as the astral plane. So basically, he can he can go into different dimensions. Astral plane. Now, now is is that where ghosts supposedly lie? I wonder. Yeah, that's uh, Doctor Strange. He cruised around the astral plane. I mean, in the movies, he has. I'm sure he has in the comics because I never really read a lot of him. But then, uh, I don't know, the, the only way you could defeat him is by trapping him there, and then he would just be a vegetable after that. Like in the astral plane he would be, you mean? Yeah, if Beetlejuice, if somehow he got Beetlejuice in there, or they started fighting in there, and somehow Beetlejuice used... But how would Beetlejuice I don't know. get there? I mean, we're assuming this is like the medium like across all pop culture for the dead? The astral plane? Sure, yeah. Mm, I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> um, because when I think of the astral plane, I think of the Doctor Strange film or any instance I've seen him in another dimension in the comics. And it doesn't look like a place for, of the dead. It's just like another kind of mystical plane of existence, you know, just things that really can't be explained, objects, shapes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm looking up that. That's the fourth dimension, a primary consciousness of this dimension is the astral body, which is known as the higher human. So it's not really death. It's just a higher version of existence. I found a loophole, I think. Did you? (laughs) I found a loophole, I think. Okay, so let's hark back to when we had our talk about Chucky and uh, Beast versus. That was a long time ago. I don't even remember if that was a regular episode or if that was one of the the championship fighting things we did, but you know, when you first think about it, you're like, yeah, well, Beast could rip him the fuck to shreds easily. Mm-hmm. No problem. But as we've seen, um, being ripped to shreds, being shot, being dropped into a fan, whatever you throw upon Chucky, 
he comes back. And now there's multiple of him, according to the films. But I wonder if we can, you know, now that we know that he can, you know, leave his physical form and go to astral form and go through dimensions. And, uh, you know, again, I don't know if it's canon to comics, but I think it is. I think he can inhabit other bodies if need be. Yeah. So... Does that give him the advantage? Sure, Beetlejuice could fuck his body up, destroy him, but he would just keep coming back either in different... somebody else just hopping, body hopping? Yeah, but I mean, what's the... I don't know. I guess it just depends how we have to rule the, the gauge of this battle. I mean, in the past, we've always done it like right there in the ring, what happens. Maybe not the long game, but I don't know. I do, we Beetlejuice get... can, in a sense, do the same thing by possession, being a ghost. It's almost the same thing. You you said something that it's just now re- I'm remembering. <laughs> it's just a bucket of water on the fire that is this conversation. Is that when you were listing Beetlejuice's stuff, didn't you say he was invulnerable? Yeah. Professor X definitely is an invulnerable. So it doesn't the matter only what way... he does or how he cheats death, Beetlejuice will prevail. But where was Beetlejuice when they found him in the movie? He was locked away. The only way to call him was to say his name three times so there's a way to get him to stay away so in a sense you would defeat him you just have him like a genie in a lamp mm, like just, just trap saying him his name three and times throw him and throwing him back into where he came from actually that's the only way you could beat him is to say his name three times Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice so I tried to do Patrick Stewart and it really didn't work out in my favor <laughs> um Man, fuck. As long as Professor X had a knowledge of Beetlejuice. This was another was... good pick by the die, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> We're on a roll tonight, no pun intended, but... So which way are you leaning? I would probably have to say Professor X, just because if he figured out... I mean, he was smart enough, that's like the whole Rumpelstiltskin thing. That she figured out his name and was able to... However the story went, I can't remember. It's been so long. Back, but yeah. defeat him back, yeah. If you can get me to say, get him to say his own name, right? That, oh, that's what it was, yeah. But Professor X, being the genius that he is, could figure out a way to, if he didn't know his name, probably find out his name. You're right. And just, yeah, say his name it, three times and simple, cast him away it? and he's done, yeah. <sighs> All right. You know, I as much as I'm glad to give it to him i feel like once we have all of our contestants that we're going to blow through everybody with this charles <laughs> xavier he shuts them down he shuts them down yep all right you ready for the next character yeah characters is a here we go hellboy is one of them holy shit okay <laughs> hellboy versus bowser bowser it's amazing how I can sit here and write with a pen perfectly, walk away two seconds, pick it up, and then it just does not freaking <laughs> work. All right. This is kind of another good match. What is up with this tonight? I'm not complaining. I'm just so happy. Just so happy. All right. Hellboy and Bowser. They both um, obviously like to be around lava, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bowser's powers. I don't... I don't know if he really has a power set other than he's just a big dragon muscle. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, okay, there we go. He can get into his shell and spin and attack people, I think. He's got... I got power skills for Bowser. Okay. Uh, fire breath. Oh, super, that's right. 
superhuman strength, superhuman stamina, durability, agility, indestructible, indestructible shell, uh, size manipulation, limited teleportation, limited flight, electrokinesis, metamorphosis, athleticism. I don't know where you get that one Is from. Telekinesis? No, electrokinesis. I don't even know what that is. But... Uh, being able to conjure electricity, like kind of, uh, what's his name? Electro, I guess. I don't recall Bowser ever doing anything like Electro. Yeah, me either. Black hole creation, dark magic, cunning trickery. trickery. He's strong. He breathes fire. He's quick on his feet. Indestructible shell. Quick for his size. What about Hellboy? Obviously, uh, you know, very strong, superhuman strength. Yeah. The one ton base limit in his strength. One ton Uh, base limit? Yeah, he can lift. That's the the max that he can lift, I guess, guess is a ton. I see. Oh, resistance to injury and a healing healing factor allows him to quickly heal. Um, immune to all diseases. He can comprehend ancient magical languages, so he can understand Bowser pretty much. Because yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> picked up a throne. Opponents weighing weighing at least four to five hundred pounds. I can never remember the name of his gun. I'm sure that's going to be in here. He's got the right hand of doom, which. I don't know if that really does anything. I mean, it can open up doors, I guess. Carries holy relics, herbs, hand grenades, an oversized okay. roof. So he's oh, the Good Samaritan. That's his gun. Bowser without the shell. Yeah. With artillery. <laughs> yeah. All right. This, was, uh, this one's a tough one, I think. This will be tough. This will be tough. Yeah, it says the right hand of Dune can can conjure Ragnarok, but it can only be done without his consent. Someone can do it, but they have to have like Hellboy's content, consent, so they have to be able to beat him to be able to get his hand to be able to do it, I guess. So I don't know if that would really be a big power. It's no, just a, I wouldn't say so. A, somebody guards, basically. <clears throat> I out, out of the gate have to say I'd, li- I'd like to give this to uh, Hellboy. Because I, you know, as he's agile, he can reheal, you know, no matter what kind of burns or scratches or severe cuts he gets from Bowser. Wouldn't Koopa just have to pounce him on the head a couple of times and he's dead? That's true. <laughs> I mean, all those powers, you just got to pop him on the head a few times and he just. Well, the first down. Mario, the original Mario. Mario, well, one, one and three. He wasn't in two, but Mario one and three, you couldn't touch him, or he would kill you. And the first one, you had to get past him to oh to get cut the, the bridge, and then yeah, he would fall right. into lava. And in the third one, you had to trick him into breaking the ground beneath him to fall into the pit. You know what I mean? So he lives around lava, but he can't withstand lava. Yeah, I guess so. So being that it's brought his demise several times. <laughs> right. Why so in that sense, all Hellboy would really have to do is drag him underground. And I mean, it'd be a fight to bring him down underground, I'm sure. But once he got him there, he'd be able to just I don't know, bear hug him. And... Get that far. I think with that gun, that, that six shooter, that's enormous. God, I wish I could remember the name of it. But uh, I know it has a name like Lucille does for a uh, fucking dude from Walking Dead. 
I can't think of his uh, Negan. But uh, mm. I think with one well-placed bullet, that would be it for Bowser. I think is especially if he's already going down with a quick boop on the head, a <laughs> fucking bullet is going to obliterate his skull. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah, giving would, it to Hellboy. On I this would definitely. One. Yeah, I would have to say so, too. All right. Just because he's my boy. I am stoked for that new film, which by the time anyone's hearing this episode, it might already be out. It might have already be some like, <laughs> like a, a classic, maybe. Who knows? I don't know how soon we're going to use this, if ever. But I'm, with this way it's turning out, we're going to be using it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> we need our last two characters, and then we can get this uh, thing really going. All right. Here we go. Okay, is there like a, you know how like Superman has a Supergirl? Is there like a Wonder Girl to a Wonder Woman? Yeah, she's a teenager. That's who this looks like. It's a girl. She have like a black vest, kind of short sleeveless shirt with a W on her chest. She has the W. Probably red or blue pants. She has jeans on with like a, like a tank top that's red with the W on it. And she has a lasso hanging at her side. Yeah, that's definitely her then. Okay. All right, so teen, I mean, I'm assuming that like every other teen version of their alter ego, they're just the same thing, a little less powerful. Uh, Yeah, it might have little differences in in powers. Teen Wonder Woman, is that her name? What's her name? No, it's Wonder Girl. Wonder Girl. That's better than what I had written down. Teen Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wonder Girl. And here we go for our last contestant. That one landed on Supergirl. I'm not even shitting you. Hmm. We've done her before, though. I can roll again if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, we'll... Roll again? Have we done Supergirl? I thought we tried to stay away from the Supers, actually. No, we did her... We used them if they had a match. I think she was one of the first ones that we did. I just can't remember. I think it was Absorbing Man. I don't remember. That she went up against when we first did it. You want me to roll again or keep? Uh, we'll take a look at it. Keep it? Yeah, we'll keep it. All right. Wonder Girl versus Super Girl. Uh, Another okay. tough conversation to have yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Seeing as I've just learned of Wonder Girl's existence and Super Girl. I mean, it's 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 a, it's a Kryptonian. How do you how do you compare with a Kryptonian? I guess it helps if I type in actual Supergirl as one word, not two words. <laughs> I keep finding just like the soup or the uh, TV show, and I don't want that. I want. All right. Have you found any stats on these two? Yeah. All right. For Supergirl, just like all Kryptonians, superhuman strength, speed, stamina, and vulnerability, flight, super breath, X-ray vision, telescopic and microscopic vision. Freeze breath, heat vision, and super hearing. Okay. And Wonder Girl? got it all. Little Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. Uh, Her powers derive from a silent armor that she wears, which was forged in the heart of a sun and apparently related to the demon known as Trigon, which is Raven's father. Armor, armor, armor. Superhuman reflexes. The power to fly at high speeds. She is invulnerable to piercing weapons. You say she can fly? Yeah. Yeah, Wonder Woman can fly now, too. What? Yeah, she's been able to fly for a little while. It's kind of weird. They didn't do that in the film, did they? No. No, not in the movie, but like the the newer, in the newer comics and cartoons and stuff, she can. 
Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about, about it. If it comes down between an Amazonian and a Kryptonian, what, I mean, I, mean, I obviously just want to lean right toward the Kryptonian every time. Yeah, the only thing I can see that Wonder Girl would have is the lasso, but that really only works on men because <clears throat> it's magic and Kryptonians are are vulnerable to magic. You don't but, mean men like people with penises. You mean like just mankind. Uh, no, I think man, men, manly men. Oh, like really? It only me, works man. on men. I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty I believe it is. That sounds like something we better <laughs> find out for sure before we start broadcasting as facts. But damn, I never yeah, knew that. So, uh, truth. But I mean, then all it does is make you tell the truth. So, yeah, I don't see what advantage it would get her other than having some kind of a weapon in the field. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it had to be with men because Themyscira's only got women around and men are the bad guys. So let me then, let me ask Google here. I've got my Google Home. Let me see if she'll answer me. Hey, Google, who's stronger, Wonder Woman or Superman? On the website comicbookmovie.com, they say, Wonder Woman had faster reaction time and fight reflexes than Superman. Superman is the most powerful being in the DC Universe. He is stronger, faster, and more durable. To read more, look for the link in your Google Home app. No, I won't do that, Google, but thank you for your input. (laughs) Didn't she just contradict herself saying that she was faster, but Superman was stronger, faster. Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess we can't really take anything she said with a grain of salt. But no, I I mean, I think we're just prolonging what inevitably is the truth that the Kryptonian would win here. In the end, yeah. No I matter mean, all what the, we All they have of. to do is fly up to the sun and recharge and they're back to normal. Eventually, I would imagine you'd have to be uh, the Themyscarians. You could beat them down. It would be a good damn fight. It'd be a long fight. That's Don't for sure. get me wrong, but um, I, I would think the Kryptonian in any situation like this would always win. Yeah, I would have. I would have to say so. I mean, you know, assuming this was a a match that was out in the middle, you know, maybe in the middle of some conflict. Maybe they knew they were going to be fighting each other. Surely, Wonder Girl knows that if she has to take down a Kryptonian, uh, Kryptonite's what you need to have. But uh, we're not we're not uh, giving her that benefit here because this is just like in the ring, right? This is right here, right now for our entertainment. Right. She doesn't have it. No. Supergirl it is. All right. <clears throat> so now we have our four winners. The Punisher, Charles Xavier, Hellboy, and Supergirl. <laughs> well, there's going to be some hurting in town tonight. Where do we start? Should we start with... Um, I think we need to keep Supergirl and Hellboy matched up. Because I was thinking the same thing, yeah. This is going to be a quick <clears throat> wrap-up, I, I think. So Punisher and Charles Xavier. It, I mean, if, if, if Xavier... I guess we have to determine how this fight starts. And again, we just <laughs> mentioned the ring. So if it's round one, fight! It's over, right? Xavier can just down him. I'm thinking the Punisher can run over and tip his chair over. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. (laughs) He wouldn't. wouldn't, Yeah, it wouldn't help because he would still have his mind powers to to mess with. He wouldn't even have enough time to have that thought. No. Like he could influence him to take the gun out of his own hand, out of his own, out of his, 
he could convince him to take his gun out of his holster, put it right to his chin and pull the trigger if he wanted, you know? I mean, well, yeah. And he wouldn't even have thought that he did it to himself. He probably would have thought he was pointing the gun at someone else when in in fact he was actually pointing it at himself just because of the way his mind powers reality manipulation. Yep. I mean, is there even any use talking about it? I mean, (laughs) Punisher can get a bullet off quick, but not as quickly as Xavier could just manipulate his reality totally. Is he, he's, is he telekinetic too? Like can control stuff kind of like Jean Grey or is he just mind? I'm trying to think. Um, just mine. I don't, my yeah, ability. I've never seen him like force lift anything like no. Gene has. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he has. Because never... I always thought that's how he got around on the wheelchair, not that it was a powered wheelchair that he pretty much, with his mind, he just made himself you're, you're drive around. You're thinking that big yellow monstrosity thing from the cartoons. The cartoons, yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, Alistair Smythe in the Spider-Man cartoon had a very similar get-up. Yeah, he did. Wheelchairs just were not good enough for these people. Like, I want it to be fucking long. I want to be able to stretch my legs out, you know. Smythe had elephant trunks sticking out of his shoulders for a little while, too. (laughs) Yeah, that was toward the end. But I enjoyed that show so much. So much. And hopefully by the time this is aired, we've already had uh, John Semper Jr. I want to try to get him on the show. He's He's the writer for that. Mm. But uh, anyway, anyway, back to the task at hand. Um, Charles Xavier, then? Easy, yeah. Yeah, I'd say. Open and shut case. All right, so that leaves us with Hellboy versus Supergirl. So, can Hellboy breathe in space? Because I think Kryptonians can. They always seem to go out there without any kind of space gear. Or at least hold their breath. always has gear on. He always has a... I mean, I have seen him, like, floating in the Earth's stratosphere and, like, catch sun without anything. But anytime you see no, him, like, out working is, on a yeah. spaceship or anything, he does. There's, like, that Superman lead suit he has with that, like, covers him completely. That's true. But... Um, I don't know. Obviously, Superman's going to be stronger. Uh can take more of a beating well yeah they're the kryptonians are invulnerable so they can take the beating why did i say superman we're talking supergirl tomato yeah. tomato tomato i suppose <clears throat> but i think he could lay into her with as many blows as he'd like and just watch his precious glove fall to dust as he's doing it you know mm-hmm. yeah, he could just pound and pound and pound I mean, even though, why did Doomsday, why was he able to pierce Superman and kill him, though? That's the only thing. Was he made of Krypton, Krypton, Kryptonite? He was. Did um, he have it in him? I don't think he was originally Kryptonian like they made him in the movies. He was just a a monstrosity that had been built. Like, he was a. He was organic, but like a robotic organic almost. Like a really, really high, like. Tech, like advanced technology and they shot him he was shot to earth in this pod like years ago like before like the dawn of creation kind of shit and they found it buried deep underground in a mine with a warning on it that says do not ever open this like he was he had been banished and they opened it of course luthor wanted to know what was in it and set doomsday loose but he just 
he just wailed on Superman enough to weaken him, I guess. Yeah, he beat the shit out of him, yeah. But I, I don't think Hellboy and Doomsday are comparable. Do you? Mm. Yeah, maybe not. I'm just thinking of Hellboy just wailing on Supergirl enough to weaken her enough to end up defeating her. Even though she's Kryptonian and invulnerable, they still need the yellow sun. Yeah. I guess if Hellboy brought her down underground, because remember in the Dark Knight, Superman was down underground and he was all withered and decayed because the yellow sun's radiation is not getting through the ground. So he was just a little shriveled up guy down there. In the Dark Knight. Yeah, the Dark Knight comic. Oh, you mean like when he took the brunt of the nuclear blast, you mean? Like when it like made him like real frail and sh- Oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of uh, oh, the Flash, Flashpoint. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I think that's the one so it was. <laughs> can Hellboy pull himself down into hell then? Or is he stuck here? I would think that he would have gone back to hell long ago if he could. I didn't think he likes cats too much to hang out, to go back. Hmm. I'm not sure about that one, really. Can he die? Did you say he was invulnerable? Not invulnerable. He's just, he's got real strong regeneration. I'm checking that one up now. Yeah, I'm going to do that myself. Let me just see, just simply type, can Hellboy die? Well, he died at the end of the comic, so I just (laughs) seen that. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he dies at the very end. I, I don't see how. Hellboy's tough, but he can be killed by physical means. I wonder if this is the comic I have. I have to go look. So, but anyway, sorry. <clears throat> so he can die. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Supergirl, I, I mean, I, I would say as much as I don't want to, I would say she would probably still take him down. I, he's tough. He put up a good fight, but I don't think he could withstand a Kryptonian beating. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, getting ice breathed and freeze or ice, uh, whatever, the eye rays, heat vision. Yeah. Just everything on top of him. Yeah, it might take a while. You know, it'll be a, a good fight, but in the end, I think he would just end up wearing down and calling it it. Yeah, I do too. Supergirl it is. So, this leaves us with our championship battle here. Charles Xavier versus Supergirl. Is, now, <laughs> is there much of any reason to even discuss this one? I don't think so. I think Professor X would end up having a win to the whole mind thing. I, I, I know, but I just wonder if before that could even happen, <clears throat> if a Kryptonian could be so quick enough. You know, that, I mean, they're as quick as the Flash, correct? Yeah. So if, you know, if, it, again, if it is a matter of fight, <laughs> you know. See, is she faster than a thought, though? <laughs> Depends on how quick-witted you are, I guess, to be able to... 
I guess he would have to. I don't know. He as soon as that green light or the fight or the end went down to start the fight, he would have to have acted right then without anything to be able to get the edge. Otherwise, which we knew he'd been a pile of mush. Do. But if there was any advantage a soup was going to have, it would have to be to immediately just, you know, zip over there and just take him out that quick. Just destroy him. Mm-hmm. You've just let your momentum cut through him. I mean, you'd shear through him like they were paper, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that overall, I think at the end, I think it would, all, it would, it would always have to be a super. Unless it was a super against super, then that would be... That would be the fight then. I don't know, man. I, I think you had a good. Um, I think you had a good thing when you said, "Is it faster than a thought?" Because <laughs> I don't think it is. Do you? No, no. There's no way. Well, no, because for your mind to make a thought and then make your body move, it's there's got to be a little bit of a delay in there, versus just straight thinking something and it happening. <laughs> And, you know, I, I remember instances in the films where he just made everybody like either in an airport or in an office building, like everyone just stop on a dime, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, he might be able to get over on the whole mind thing. Is Superman faster than a thought? Make him think that they're a child and that's it. Just totally. I mean, he wiped Jean Grey's mind from the Dark Phoenix, so. It's got to be Xavier, right? Yeah, I would think so. He's he's smarter. He's way smarter, so he's got that edge on it, too. Boy, that would be debatable. Every aspect of this has been debatable. This has probably been one of the best verses we have I ever so done, Jack. <laughs> I'm so stoked we did this tonight. I was, yeah. for some reason today, I was, like, excited to play verses. I don't know why, but I was like, man, this will be fun. It's, yeah, when it's, you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, we haven't done that for a little while, and they're always fun, but this one. This turned out really damn good. And I promise I'm not doctoring the dice. These were the actual picks. (laughs) And you can tell because I wouldn't have ever picked Wonder Girl. But anyway, (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed this as a good uh, burner episode, a good replacement for us not being here. We just can't leave you guys with your hands empty for a week. We just can't do that. It's not our style. But if you like this and you want more verses, uh, head over to our Patreon page. Again, for $2 a month, you can get access to the first ever Candare Fantasy Fight. That one's done up with all kinds of sound effects. You can hear the audience roar. You can hear an awesome announcer. There's all kinds of very fitting music to kind of uh, set the set the scene. It, it, it sounds like you're at an event. It's mm-hmm. really cool. I enjoyed what we did with that. And then for $5 a month, you can not only get that, you get access to our Patreon pod that we do over there. So lots of goodness for uh, very little, and you're helping support the show at the same time. But um, other than that, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to CandarePodcast.com where you can check out our special guests, listen to the show, follow us on all our social media, visit the Hall of Heroes to see the Wall of Justice, check out some of the videos from our YouTube page, click on the merch button, and buy a t-shirt or whatnot. And if you're going to go to Wizard World once again, use promo code CANDAIR in the little promo box on checkout, and you'll get a sweet 10% off your tickets. And that 10% is indeed sweet, Jack. I couldn't agree with you more. And don't forget to check out our other podcasts we have. Uh, what If? It's a spin-off the Marvel What Ifs. So if you are familiar with those at all, you'll know that it's just a, a quick twist on reality is introduced, and then for that issue... 
you uh, look at the butterfly effect, the effects of that twist on the reality. And we kind of, uh, with that podcast, with what if we look at our own reality like that, we introduce a twist like what if people could fly? What if we could control the weather? And most recently, what if kaiju monsters, like big Godzilla-sized monsters, truly existed? And uh, we talk about their effects on the world. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of good feedback. We encourage you to check it out. Uh, We are on iTunes. Search What If Series because there are other What If pods out there. We're the one with the yellow text and the uh, blue space background. And check out the website, uh, whatifpod.com, and on Twitter at What If Series. So lots of places for you to check us out. And I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. Thanks for listening, everyone. Oh, no! Don't run! It'll only make things worse! What? Remember, you never want to approach a stray dog, especially one that's foaming at the mouth. Get away from the animal as quickly as you can and tell a grown-up. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! And I think that's going to do it for this week. And uh, is that is was that everything? That's it. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Nope. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot can happen in seven minutes. And luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of Seven Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts. And I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style. And together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling and all in approximately seven minutes.